0: Welcome to Depresso Espresso, a podcast where we talk all about depression and coffee. My name is Lady Bean. I'm your host. I'm 16 years old and I have depression. Hi, everybody. What's new? What's up? It's been a time. It's been an extra day. Too much time, to be frank. Um, I'm posting this a day late because Honestly, to be completely honest with you, haven't been feeling in the mood to actually record anything for the past few days. I wanted to pre-record this episode just to be ready, just to be able to like edit anything I had to. But I decided to just upload this raw, no edits, might regret this later, but I just wanted to let you know that, you know, this is part of depression. It makes sense that you're gonna have days where you're just not feeling up to the things you're supposed to be up to. You know, it, it just doesn't work out all the time. And that's when you have to realize that, you know what? There's things you, you can do. There's things you should do, but you shouldn't force yourself or blame yourself when it's already passed. Like, if a situation has, ha- if a situation has happened, there's really no use just blaming yourself. And telling yourself that, you know, well, if it wasn't for your depression or if it wasn't for your anxiety, it's part of you. It's a big integral part of you, whether you like it or not. And it's there to stay, at least for a good while. It doesn't really just ever go away. And though that is kind of disheartening a lot of the time, I found a lot of peace in just allowing myself to exist in a little bit of silence. Because it really does heal. It really does Help me get over the hurdles just to realize that you know what, if nothing else, at least you have patience with yourself. So on that beautiful note, I wanted to discuss mindset, discipline, and all of the, the use of that, why that is so important in today's culture. So to preface, I do want to say that I recognize that Depression actually makes all these things harder. It makes motivating yourself and disciplining yourself just that much harder. And that is actually why I wanted to talk about this today. I think that people with depression need to be able to motivate themselves as much as the next person, but they just have to approach it a little bit differently. Now, seeing as I'm no clinical professional and I have no degree, I am just a little high school kid. I thought it would be important to say that, you know, as a 16 year old going through high school, it, I, I realized that it's difficult, especially for people that are less fortunate than me. I was fortunate enough to be brought up in a home that has never really left me needing in anything. I've, you know, I've, I've, I come from a stable environment. I realized that, you know, not everyone is as fortunate as me, but, you know, we, I grew up without really being in want of anything. Like we, I had a family that always really provided. And I was, I'm honestly still so incredibly thankful for that. And I always will be, but I still find myself a little bit sad because I keep, I've started wanting things that I don't really recognize I want or I don't really think I can have. Like, I've started wanting things that essentially my family can't provide. And they are all things that I myself can provide for myself. There comes a time in your life where, you know, you're older, you reach a certain age, and you realize that now it just comes down to what I can do. It comes down to what I'm able to do, what my where my priorities lie, it comes down to what I want and what I need. And that can re- be anything. That can revolve around your career. It can revolve around um, the university you want to attend. It can revolve around the type of family you want or just anything, really, anything in general. In general, it can be the smallest to the biggest thing, but it's about you achieving that. And for that, you need to be able to be kind to yourself, but to also be stern with yourself. Because if you are always kind to yourself, you'll never really get what you want. If you are always kind with yourself and there's no room there for a little bit of sternness, a little bit of, you know, well, you have to do this because this is something you want. And in order to achieve the thing that you want... You need to be able to get over this hurdle or this difficulty or this situation to grow. You can't stay stagnant. Same thing goes with being too stern. Because if you're too stern on yourself, if, you're too, if you put too much pressure on yourself, you can't really achieve the things you want to achieve because you'll just burn out. You'll just achieve this. I think there will just come a time when it'll be too much. You will overexert yourself. And I know that this is actually, in essence, kind of controversial because in practice, you can't really be both all the time. Sometimes something has to give. And a lot of the people I listen to online and podcasts, they talk a lot about how mindset, you know, especially male podcasters, they talk a lot about how discipline and mindset are the most important thing. And that with those two things, if they are like if you prioritize what you need to do rather than you what you want to do, you are sure to achieve greatness because you were you are headed down the right path, you are looking at the future and you're not really focused on the things that are stopping you and I see a lot of truth to that. I see a lot of wisdom in that, and I actually recognize that that's a good approach. It's not always the healthiest approach for you emotionally. Especially for us depressed girlies who are just so used to repressing our emotions, I think. I think that depression actually has a lot to do with repression and just not allowing yourself to speak or think certain things, and then those things kind of materialize into a sadness that just stays there. And I think that, you know, with depression, it's a lot harder for you to be like, well, I want to do these things And I'm going to ignore the way I feel because despite the fact that I feel this way, there's actually like things I have to be doing to be my best self. Because then that raises the question, right? Like what is your best self? Who is that best self? Are they part of this depressed version of you? Because this depressed version of you is you. It's part of you and it's there to stay and it's going to stay. Depression just doesn't just go away. It's there for a long long time whether that's sad or not it's usually the clinical truth and so you know you can obviously overcome certain symptoms and become better at handling certain symptoms but it's there it's going to stay it doesn't just disappear you don't just heal it you can heal certain aspects of your trauma and you can become better at you know handling the triggers. But it remains, and it's dumb to assume that, well, it's not dumb per se, because I have, in certain moments, dreamt that I would want to, you know, live a life without all these things. But it would be, I guess, naive. Naive is a better word for it. To assume that, you know, this just leaves you, because it doesn't. It's part of you, and you kind of have to, I guess, deal with it. For better or for worse. And so, With a thing like mindset, where all of it is kind of based upon the way you think and the way you act based on your thoughts, you know, I think that us depressed people have a harder time really controlling how we act because there's a thing such as laziness where a person just isn't able to act because they physically cannot move, be like, they, they don't allow themselves to move, right? Because they're just stuck in place. They don't want to be doing anything. And they're just like, well, what's the point? Like, I'm kind of comfortable doing what I'm doing right now, which honestly is so relatable, like, keep doing you. <laughs> but I think that the people that do want to strive towards a certain kind of goal and that have this kind of vision of something more in mind, they have a hard time... Realizing it when they're depressed or when they're struggling with certain, you know, mental health disorders because uh, not all of us go to therapy. Not all of us are able to better handle these triggers and all these things that are kind of difficult in the world. Like something someone could say could just set you off on a dark, dark path emotionally. And it's not a good time. Let me tell you. And so. Just forcing yourself to do certain things, even when you're uncomfortable, even when you don't want to, can be extremely difficult when you can't even get out of bed. It can be extremely difficult when you're lying there paralyzed and you realize that you have to get up, but your head hurts and uh, just everything hurts. You can't, you can't move your legs and you can't force your mind to work. Everything is hazy and blurry and kind of like static. Everything's very fuzzy. So you can't even force your muscles to get up and do things. And a lot of people choose medication. I have personally never taken med- meds for depression or anxiety. Um, I'm not sure if I want to start at 16. I don't think that would be the wisest decision for me. Just because I, I want to reach a point in my life when I know that, you know, if these symptoms actually become unmanageable, that's when I will take those meds. Because I know that might not be the best, you know, route to take, but I know a lot of people that don't take their medication and they have depression and, you know, they feel better with it. They feel a little more in charge. And I think I kind of like certain aspects of myself that I don't really want to risk going on medication and seeing how that materializes in real life, seeing how that maybe changes me. There's a, a, there's a level of fear to it. And I talked to my therapist about it, actually. And she said that, you know, if you wanted to, that is always an option. But if this isn't something that you want at this present time in your life, you really shouldn't do it. It should be something that you do mindfully. And I completely agree with that. So just letting you know, you know, I'm not really sure how medication affects those things, because I do think that it helps you kind of not listen so much to these negative thoughts and Instead, of focus on the more positive aspects and just not, not necessarily positive, but just on more neutral aspects and just, I think that with those meds, it might actually be easier for you to act and do those things that you don't want to do or aren't able to do. But that being said, I think that with me and where I'm at in my life, it isn't something that I'm thinking about and thus I have to find a different approach. So when I look at kindness, the antithesis, I guess, of this in a lot of ways, at least visually or from a distance, when you think of kindness, you don't really think of motivation, I think. It's a lot more difficult to motivate yourself and you're like, well, you can do this, but then, you you know, you can do this for five minutes and then you can rest for 30 minutes because sometimes you could kind of conflate or inflate kindness with, um, you know, I, like, I guess kindness and compassion are one thing, but then, like, allowing yourself to do too much, to overindulge. Overindulgence is the word I'm looking for. Overindulgence is something else entirely. And so, if you're compassionate with yourself and you say, well, I can just do less than I need to. Even though I have a paper due tomorrow, I can just write two paragraphs and, you know, be done with it and just call it a day. I don't think that's a good way to look at it, which I know a lot of people might say, well, do the best you can and just squeeze as much as you can out of yourself and then just let yourself rest. And I understand that. But when you know you know, there's certain battles you can choose. I think in high school, most papers are quite important because there's not as many of them. When you're at uni, there's so many more assignments and it's so much more difficult to ace those assignments and to get good grades. So I think that when you're at high, when you're in high school, you should try your best to just submit and complete as many assignments as you possibly can. Because at this point in your life, it's easy and it trains you. For, you know, more difficult assignments in the future, for more lengthy assignments in the future. And if you're able to complete these things um, quicker or if you're able to train yourself to do certain things, even when it's difficult, you can still, you know, you can be better equipped in the future when you have to do these things for a shorter amount of time, for maybe more words and, you know, all that stuff. It'll just be easier for you to handle the more difficult things. So I always kind of make myself do as much as I can. And in terms of kindness, I think that when you're overindulged and when you allow yourself to do too little, it does eventually hurt you because every time I've told myself, well, you know... You can just do less today. Like this isn't as important or like, you know, you completed this essay, but you don't have to do the readings for this class because even though, you know, you worked hard, it's okay because you, like, you know, you have a lot of energy, but you can just use that energy to scroll for however many hours on TikTok. Even though I understand that urge that I have to do that and I do it more often than I'd like, you know, I don't want depression to allow to completely rule my life. I don't want depression to allow me to get, I, I think, kind of lazy. Because I do realize that depression is not laziness, and we really, really shouldn't be drawing like many parallels between the two, because they're so different. But I think that if you allow yourself to do too little, Uh, too many times, it becomes more difficult to make yourself do harder things later. As in, it sort of becomes a habit to just allow yourself to get off the hook. And I know, I know that you have to be kind to yourself. I'm actually a little bit neglectful of that rule. I am usually more strict with myself than I have to be. And even though in recent years, I've tried to be kinder, to be more Compassionate with myself, it still proves to be quite difficult. But I have, I have definitely gotten better, and I think that for me at this present moment, it's just about practicing that kindness in a more focused way, where I don't let that kindness get in the way of my goals. Because I have had my fair share of moments where I honestly don't think that it was the depression talking, and it was just me kind of allowing myself to just not do anything because I just wasn't really in the mood to. And I think that sometimes there is actually a good need of forcing yourself to do certain things. Even when you think that the best thing to do is just be kind to yourself, sometimes you have to give a little push. And I think that's extremely important. If however you see that there's just no way that you're not budging and that, you know, if you will actually make yourself sick, don't do it. I've had my moments where I was just like, no, you do it, you do it. And honestly, when I have forced myself to do certain things, I almost never regret it. 95% of the time, I have actually made myself happier than I've done, that I've done those things because, you know, like I'd make myself go to the gym when I really didn't want to. And then that just made me that much more motivated to go the next day when I didn't want to do my homework, um, maybe my history homework, like my readings, I would do them anyway. And then feel so much better about myself because I was just like, you know, you did this difficult thing. And so you can do this difficult thing again. So what I want to say with mindset and all those things re- regarding you know, discipline, you have to keep disciplined because motivation and discipline are two different things. And that motivation allows you to get that little push that you need a lot of the time. But the discipline is what keeps you going day in, day out. It's what keeps you stable. It's what keeps you in routine. You have to build stability and you have to build some sort of routine. And I think that this is actually quite important for you know, people that struggle with mental health disorders, because, you know, this is what a lot of people say, like routine is what's necessary. Routine is what helps you get through it, because without routine, everything just falls apart. I agree with the essence of this, but I don't always agree with the practice of it, because routine always, in my mind, kind of implies rigidity. And for me, I can just, I cannot be rigid in my routines. Like, I have, A little notebook where I keep track of everything I have to do that day or everything I have to do that week, but I don't really go beyond that. I don't really like time stamp everything. I don't really plan everything out by time because time management for me has always kind of been an issue and with depression and anxiety that has just amplified and I can't always schedule out my time realistically because sometimes I just need a little more time to lie in bed before I force myself to do anything. And so if I actually am too rigid with myself, I can't do anything. So what I try to do is I kind of try to let myself be tricked into a routine. I kind of play like a little game with myself where I'm like, you know what? We're not going to write down gym on your, in your, you know, little journal today because you don't have to go. But when you're in the car and you're debating whether or not to go, you're going to say, we're going to the gym. You Make yourself think that you're going to do it when you're there, but you don't pressure yourself to do it by like timing it or putting it on in your into your journal. Essentially, like you don't think really ahead of it that way ahead of time. You don't really think ahead of time. And then when you're there and you have to make the decision, you make it and you don't regret it later. And I have kind of sworn by this the past few weeks kind of months too and it has honestly really helped me because when i haven't wanted to do certain things not putting pressure on myself to do them and kind of like tricking myself into doing them has honestly always worked because i think that when you're depressed you already have a lot of pressure on you from others to do certain things that you don't want to do that you know you can't can't physically do and so putting additional pressure on yourself just makes things worse and I think that's what routines kind of do a lot of the time. They pressure you into doing certain things that you feel unable to do. So the best way I found is just to trick yourself a little bit, very passionate, you know, very compassionately, shall we say, Um, very kindly. But you still do certain things. You don't neglect them. So my grand takeaway from this kind of messy episode is just that despite difficulties, despite hurdles despite you know all these situations that might cause you know disappointment or just that you know things that make you uncomfortable you get past that and you make yourself do things you're uncomfortable with doing you make yourself try new things you make yourself do things you're you know things you know and understand again just to master them and you get where you want to go you Achieve what you want to achieve because your depression does not define your success. Your depression does not mean that you cannot be successful or that you cannot be as successful as the next person. If anything, you can actually be more successful because it will allow you to be more kind to the people around you that actually struggle with the same things. It will allow you to be a better person in life because it will allow you to think of other people and how they feel. And to focus less on simply and solely yourself. So it will actually allow you to be a better person in the business world. Because yes, even though those types of environments are ruthless, there's still space for kindness and compassion towards other people. So stay disciplined. Stay, you know, in a good, strong mindset. One that allows you to be strong but that also allows you to be kind to yourself It also allows you to have a little leeway re- when you need it and just stay proud of being you and just stay proud of be- of doing what you're doing of achieving things when it's hard and going after your dreams when it's hard because so many people neglect that so many people just work and work and don't take any time to celebrate but you do need a little celebration. You do need to take time to congratulate yourself on what you have achieved. And I neglect this so many times. I'm honestly sometimes just so ruthless with myself. And honestly, best thing you can sometimes do is just take a minute to breathe, to smile and to say, good job. You did well today. I'm so proud of you. Even if it feels like no one else is, you have to say it. You have to say, it. I'm so proud of you. You're doing good things, and you're trying, and that's the best anyone can do. That's it for this episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm currently still working on my Instagram account. I actually haven't set it up yet. I mean, I've created it, but there's no uploads on it yet, so I have to get on that today. But, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I honestly am really happy with the turnout for last for the last episode. Um, and just, yeah, working on new ideas and everything every day. And I hope that some of you stick around for the next one. Thank you so much. Have a good day. And just a reminder, if no one's told you this, you are loved, you are appreciated, you are the kindest human being, and you deserve the world, always. (laughs) Love you.